Best of Everything podcast. I'm your host today, Dr. Eric Brown. And in lieu of National Breastfeeding Month, I'd like to take this opportunity to spend a little bit of time talking about breast cancer and more specifically the diagnostic workup and evaluation of women with breast symptoms during times of lactation. Worldwide, breast cancer is one of the more common malignancies in women. Approximately 1 in 20 women worldwide will be diagnosed in their lifetimes. While certainly more common as we get older, breast cancer is not immune to young age. Therefore, pregnant women, women that are lactating, need to be aware and seek attention to any new breast lump or symptom, regardless of whether or not they breastfeed or whether or not they're pregnant. In reality, lactation is protective as it relates to the development of breast cancer. It does reduce one's risk. This risk reduction is particularly noted in women who carry a breast cancer genetic mutation, those with strong family histories, or those of African descent. So the benefit of breastfeeding is not strictly to the baby. What is less well known, however, is that the first 10 years postpartum has a promotional risk of breast cancer development or increased risk. For patients who have their first child after the age of 35, this risk can extend up to 20 years. Therefore, breastfeeding protects that elevated risk. So first, I'm going to talk a little bit about screening. Screening mammograms are known to increase the chance of surviving a breast cancer diagnosis. This is for obvious reasons. Finding cancers that are smaller are less likely to have spread to lymph nodes. Not only is the survival better, but most of the time, the treatments required to get to that good level of survival are minimized. Obviously, this is no different for women that are pregnant or breastfeeding. Risk assessment by a primary care physician or breast specialist may be necessary to determine which level of risk you might be. We basically look at risk as divided into three generalized categories, high, intermediate, and low. The American College of Radiology recommends that women consider screening, even during pregnancy and lactation, with the following guideline. Consider yearly screening if you are under the age of 30, but who are considered high risk. Consider annual screening mammography if you are between the ages of 30 and 39, but considered intermediate to high risk. And finally, Consider annual screening mammography if you are over the age of 40 and considered average risk. A relatively newer form of mammography is 3D tomosynthesis. Just like it sounds, it takes a three-dimensional picture of the breast and multiple layers through the breast tissue, as opposed to the more traditional and conventional two-view mammography where one view is taken from the lateral or side position and the other from the cranial or from above position. 
tomosynthesis allows a much better picture through the breast tissue. And in lactating breast tissue, as we know, there are multiple lumps and bumps and densities that you can feel. Tomosynthesis allows a better and more thorough evaluation. One of the common concerns we often hear about mammography in general is radiation exposure. I think people would actually be quite surprised as to how little radiation is emitted during a regular 3D mammogram. Even 3D tomosynthesis with multiple pictures gives off very, very minimal and certainly not dangerous amounts of radiation. The radiation dose to the uterus with 3D tomosynthesis has never been demonstrated to have any adverse effect on the fetus. To put this into numeric perspective, there have never been any demonstrated adverse effects on the fetus with the radiation exposure to the uterus of less than 50 milligray. The radiation dose from 3D tomosynthesis to the uterus is less than 0.03 milligray. In addition, when women have mammography performed during pregnancy, typically a lead shield is placed over the abdomen, so the dose is probably much less. Actually, you would obtain more exposure to radiation on an airplane or even outside taking a walk than your exposure would be during a mammogram. For some women at high risk, breast MRI can be performed during breastfeeding. A diagnostic MRI uses an intravenous contrast called gadolinium. Gadolinium is not recommended during pregnancy, but it is safe during breastfeeding. In fact, less than 1% of the gadolinium used during breast MRI is excreted in the breast milk. So even the breast milk obtained immediately after MRI is safe and does not have to be discarded. When a patient presents during breastfeeding with a new palpable complaint that is something that you can feel, our first diagnostic test is typically a breast ultrasound. Breast ultrasound is safe both during pregnancy and lactation. There's no radiation exposure to the patient or to the fetus or baby during breast ultrasound, and the breast milk obviously is quite safe. So to summarize, diagnostic imaging is really safe during pregnancy and lactation. The only caution would be diagnostic breast MRI, which is avoided during pregnancy. There's no need to, quote, pump and dump after any breast radiology study. Breastfeeding can continue normally. 3D, or breast tomosynthesis, is safe during pregnancy and lactation. To improve the quality, however, we do recommend that the breast be empty when diagnostic imaging is performed. So breastfeeding or pumping is quite helpful to the radiologist who has to interpret the imaging. Most importantly, of course, if during pregnancy or lactation, you should feel a lump or develop a symptom, 
be sure to get it evaluated. Although the probability of cancer in a younger person is small, we can never be too careful, especially in a new mom. For the next few minutes, I want to talk a little bit about breast biopsies during pregnancy and lactation. There is a well-known but rare complication of biopsy in a lactating breast. That complication is known as a milk fistula. Milk fistulas occur if the breast tissue or parenchyma is violated with either surgery or a needle, and the milk that's produced can begin to leak through the incision site or needle insertion site. A milk fistula is not a medical emergency. Most importantly, milk fistulas are very rare. For medical students, residents, and breast surgery fellows, it's a very common exam question. But typical of most exam questions, it's one that we rarely see. The most appropriate manner in which we come to a diagnosis of an abnormality seen on breast imaging is with a needle biopsy. The days of surgical biopsies are in the past. Only rarely implemented, needle core biopsy is the most appropriate manner in which we obtain tissue for a diagnosis. Core needle biopsies are safe during pregnancy and during lactation. So, whether pregnant or lactating, if an abnormality is found on diagnostic imaging, we will recommend a needle core biopsy. Typically, we recommend that a lactating mom continue to lactate right up until the time of biopsy. In fact, if the patient were to nurse or pump immediately prior to tissue removal, typically there is less discomfort and an easier recovery. Local anesthetics such as lidocaine used to numb the skin and tissue is safe not only to the pregnant or lactating mother, but also to the baby. This local anesthetic does not transfer into the milk in any detectable levels. In fact, even general anesthesia does not require that a lactating mother wean or interrupt breastfeeding. As soon as she awakens from general anesthetic, it is completely safe to nurse or pump because general anesthesia is generally very rapidly metabolized and therefore there is no need to quote, pump and dump. Fortunately, core biopsies do not require general anesthetic, so injectable local anesthetic is all that is necessary. Patients undergoing core biopsy are generally comfortable. Although there may be a little discomfort following the biopsy, typically it is not enough to prevent continued breastfeeding if desired. So whatever the technique necessary, whether it be an ultrasound-guided biopsy, an MRI-guided biopsy, or a mammographically-guided biopsy called a stereotactic biopsy, lactating and pregnant women should feel no fear as to the risk to themselves or the baby to have these procedures done. Obviously, the importance of obtaining tissue diagnosis to either rule out or diagnose cancer is most paramount during these most stressful times. So in the end, essentially we treat women who are pregnant or lactating 
just as though they were not pregnant or lactating. New breast symptoms, breast lumps, or abnormal imaging is generally treated the same way. We can never be too careful. Breast cancer is common, and early diagnosis leads to better long-term outcomes. If you're interested in more information on this particular topic, you can go to the website for the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine, La Leche League International, LLLI.org, or the United States Lactation Consultant Association for more information. I thank you so much for joining. Our next podcast, I'm going to talk about the treatment of women with breast cancer during pregnancy and lactation. I hope you'll join me and certainly feel free to send any questions or concerns to our website. Once again, I'm Dr. Eric Brown, a breast surgical oncologist, and this is the Breast of Everything podcast.